What's going on, everybody? Josh Calloway, joined alongside by James D. Jackson at Boone Pickens Stadium in Stillwater, Oklahoma, 24-7 Sports, Sooners Illustrated. Where Oklahoma's lost their second in a row. They fall in the final Bedlam game for who knows how long. Last one in the Big 12. They lose today 27-24. to Felt a lot like the Kansas game. A lot of the same mistakes. A lot of some weird play calls. Some mismanaged timeout usage. We'll get into it all a little bit here. Some instant recap and reaction. James? Terrible loss uh, for Oklahoma. They lose second straight week in basically the exact same way. Last week I said on the recap, it felt like a 2022 game. Well, by transitive property, this one felt like a 2022 game. They just, I mean, talk about shooting yourself in the foot. Just an outrageous number of times. Rough, rough game today for Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, when you look at what happened last week, and I know it's Kansas and it's historically, you know, historically bad loss because it's Kansas and what they've done over the last couple of years. But I think tonight was a worse loss than what happened with Kansas because at Kansas, at least you can say, well, we didn't have a lot of our players. You know, we didn't. I mean, the weather you know hurt us a lot because we couldn't throw the balls like as much as we want to. And this one, it was a perfect day, perfect setting, amazing. Everything was everything was fine. You had all most of your guys back. You know, outside of Danny Stutzman and, and one you really need, and you couldn't get it. You couldn't get the win. I mean, you you had a lead. You got your defense had two fourth down stops. You got an interception with Billy Bowman. And you couldn't put the game away. I mean, it, it, it's this one hurts worse, I think, if you're an OU fan. I think it's, it's that bad of a loss on this one. Yeah, well, let's start there, uh, offensively, because Jeff Levy, we talked about it last week on Saturday, was public enemy number one, basically, coming out of the Kansas game. Talked about the pod with Tom. You know, he needed a bounce back. His seat certainly didn't get any colder mm -hmm. today. Like you mentioned, 21-17 lead, multiple chances that the defense came through with huge plays. You think of that Billy Bowman interception on the Ollie Gordon trick play, what the heck was OSU doing on that yeah. play? And you're set up, you have multiple chances to put your foot on the neck. They cannot do it. And then you're looking at the fourth down play at the end of the game, the route to Stoops. It goes short of the stick. Now, Jeff Levy said it should have been to the marker, but still it feels like a low percentage, kind of odd play to roll Gabriel out. You really only have one option if you're going to do that. It just feels like every single week, James, and going back to last year too, that this offense will have stretches where it looks great, but it has stretches where it looks really bad and mismanaged at times too. The direct snap when it was 7-7, everything was working. Terrible decision resulted in a, in a turnover and a fumble. Well, that that one actually yeah. wasn't a direct snap. We, we asked when it was about Whatever that. it was. That was yeah. not supposed to have – it was not supposed to go to, to Barnes. The, the worst part of that was Barnes' decision to give the ball back to Dylan Gabriel because now Gabriel can't even throw the ball. He has to run it if you give it back to him. You're the running back. Yeah. You just, just take off with it. You know, It's kind of one of those things. It's just hard to like plan accordingly beforehand because you're not expecting to get the ball in that situation. But, yeah, that was a, that was a bad situation there. Yeah. So, you know, it's a combination of things. You know, obviously Drake Stoops had a phenomenal game today, a career day. He was automatic all day long. Jula Farouk had some nice moments. Gavin Sawchuk. Hello, how you doing? Came out of nowhere to have a nice day today. Tawi Walker had a nice stretch. But in the end, you get to the end of it, and they're not able to score the big points where they needed to. You think of, again, 21-17, had the ball multiple times, couldn't score. 27-21, you get down here, can't finish, settle for a field goal. Then obviously the drive at the end, they can't score there either. When the chips are down, this Oklahoma offense is not to be relied upon outside of the Cotton Bowl this year, not to be relied upon. And it seems like it seems like they're going away from the middle of the field, which is on that final drive against yeah. Texas. That's where they that's where they dominate. Even today, over. first play to Stoops. Yeah. yeah, yeah, over the middle of the field. They're just and then at the end of the game, they, just, they start doing sideways plays. They start going attacking the sidelines. And I, I don't know, maybe that's what they see on tape. That's where their strength is. But you know, just looking at it from there, it was like the middle of the field, maybe where you want to attack it. You know, and Nick Anderson had some 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 balls he dropped that he, he usually doesn't drop. So it was a kind of a, a rough day for him. Mm -hmm. And uh, Brennan Thompson had a had a drop in that one that was pretty. Rough. Rough, but 
it would have been called back because of a Nick Anderson uh, pass interference either way. But, you know, those type of situations that hurt you, it, it hurts you and, and it stops everything that you have building. I mean, we complained all year about this team's yeah. running ability and they were they were running today. I mean, that's two straight weeks where, oh, you could run the football and the offense just stalled at the end of it. It just it just hasn't worked overall. And that's that's unfortunate because you think in football, if you play good defense, and you run the ball well, mm -hmm. you should win. I mean, yeah. and it, it's not the case right now because as you mentioned, oh, you keep shooting themselves in the foot. They just have turnovers. Somebody, yeah, they just errors, mental mistakes, turnovers. Then there's injuries that happen, and the other guys have to come in, and they just make these mistakes. And it's just, it's just not the formula's not there for OU right now. It's yeah. just the case. It's the case. Yeah, Dylan Gabriel, terrible interception, thrown down the middle of the field. Brent Thomas was double covered. Don't know, don't know what he was thinking on that one. Obviously, the snap from Rame that rolled in that wasn't Gabriel's fault, but it is a turnover, obviously. Yeah, uh, like I said a moment ago, uh, Jeff Levy's seat is getting warm. I don't know at all if they actually would consider making a change. Certainly not in the middle season. I would be stunned if they did that. But at the end of this year, Oklahoma's going to have to evaluate their offense right now. Whether that is with Jeff Levy or with someone else, they're going to have to do things differently moving forward into next season because they're so bad in one-score games. Again, last year that was a huge problem. This year they look like maybe they'd figured it out, got a couple one-score wins, obviously snuck out the UCF game, won the Texas game, but this is back-to-back -back weeks where in situational football they weren't good. We'd be remiss if we didn't bring up the pass interference in the corner. Yeah. Drake Stoops got tackled, yeah. and they didn't call it. Yeah. Crazy. Feels a lot like 2021 when Trayvon West in the other corner over here got basically tackled and they didn't call it. You hate to along to, with Venable's penalty when he comes on the field. He says, "Hey, he just yeah. pushed my guy," and he was right. That was the, yeah, he the was one right. earlier. That yeah. should have been an offensive pass interference to Oklahoma State on that third and ten. Mm -hmm. So they don't get that call, and then they add fifteen on Venable's coming on the field and talking to the referee, which yeah. he wasn't even that far on the field. He wasn't. Was he at the numbers? I mean, he wasn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't even really know what it was on it in live. Yeah, yeah it wasn't down here. It wasn't at a spot to where you would call a flag on that. So that was that was a little iffy as well. Not sure what's going on with that. You know, just yeah. But the I'll, one in the corner, you know, you, you don't want to do the thing where it's like it didn't come down to that one play, but it kind of did. Yeah. It kind of did because yeah. if they call it, you're at the two-yard line, first and goal. It's not a given you're going to score, but you're at the very least you're going to have a chip shot field goal to tie it. It kind of did. Uh, that was a bad call. Oklahoma got robbed in that moment. That's just calling it like it is. And so, you know, Brent Venable said, I believe that's what pass interference was, <laughs> which is a funny way to, to put it. Uh, rough, rough call out there, obviously. Yeah, I mean, that's – it's just, it's just bad, man. It's just bad. I mean, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what happens in that situation. I don't know. I, can, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. It I don't is, want to it's hard. It's say hard. anything that I might regret. But that's, that's not, that's a, that's a bad, that's a bad, no, yeah. no call. There. I asked Dylan Gabriel about it after the game, and he, he really was choosing his words carefully because you could tell that they're all pretty upset about the way that went. Brent Venable said it bluntly. I thought that was what pass interference was defensively. Like we mentioned, no Danny Stutzman. Kip Lewis played every snap of this game, was everywhere, played very well. He's a future star. I, I feel very confident about that. Kobe McKenzie played a lot in this game, too. Definitely the biggest role he's had. They did some nice things. Um, they kept Ollie Gordon in check. I don't have his numbers in front of me, but for the most part, Ollie Gordon didn't really burn him. What burned him was Alan Bowman, which is borderline unforgivable. I think he threw for three bills today, if I'm not mistaken. They figured it out. They got their footing in the second half. But the big drive there, and again, this I don't put this one on the defense overall. This this game, they did a lot of things. They gave you a chance to win this game many, many times. But, man, you had them back inside the five mm -hmm. after Dylan Gabriel pooch punt, which worked out great, and they go 97 yards and score. Again, that that's, that's unforgivable stuff. You just can't have that. I, I never liked, like you just mentioned, the sentiment that, that one play didn't decide the game. I think in football, a lot of games are decided right there because it's not, it's not so-called the final score. It's the momentum. The momentum of the game mm -hmm. could have switched 
right there. You know, that 97-yard drive, they have the penalties against OU that, that switched everything. That changed the entire, changed the entire game for OU, the, the, the final score there. I mean, it, it just changed everything. And I think a lot of times in football, I think it's one or two plays that decide the whole thing. I mean, you could play a normal football game, and then there will be one or two swings that that's the difference. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what it's coming down to. That's, OU's been struggling trying to figure out how to win those moments because, as you said, sometimes the officiating isn't on their side, uh, which – I'll, we documented. I, yeah. I won't say too much, <laughs> but I mean, it's just it's man. just those things, man. It's just that's the situation right now for OU. So we look ahead. Obviously, all of Oklahoma's goals are gone. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's not going to be a Heisman finalist. Oklahoma's not going to win the Big Twelve. They're not going to go to the playoff. Technically, they're not out of the Big Twelve race yet, but they they're hanging. The they're Twelve. hanging on by a thread. You got two losses now. You need more chaos, which isn't impossible, but it's you know low chances. West Virginia comes in Norman next week. It's going to be flat in there. <laughs> OU fans are not going to be up for that game. Um, where do you go from here, James? Obviously, this is extremely disappointing, uh, obviously. And, again, you have to be careful here to not move the goalpost too much um, because before the season, I think we all kind of thought they win 10 games. That's a good season. That's a four-win improvement. That's a big jump in college football from one year to the next. And so you hate to now, if they get 10, say it was a big failure. But the way it's gone down, I mean, after that Texas game, we were all thinking big. Mm-hmm. You know, We were thinking playoff for sure. And who knows from there? Now they're probably not even going to get to Arlington. Where are you just kind of at now and, and moving forward, obviously, as Oklahoma's got back-to-back losses? And if they don't play better, they will lose more. These last few games, while they're not great teams, West Virginia, BYU, TCU, Oklahoma keeps making mistakes like this. You turn over several times and you one time in your own red zone and, and you're missing field goals again today. That that's a recipe to get beat. So where do you go from here right now if you're Oklahoma? I mean, I was I was the only guy on the staff that was high on them, saying they were going to win the Big 12 championship. They were going to lose one game this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all. That's, I mean, it's just hard. They can't. I don't know if they can win the Big 12 championship unless, like you said, chaos has I mean, to happen. Yeah. Like it has to. That a couple teams have to lose here. And OU has to win out. You know, and so that that's out the window. You know, they're, they're all that's gone. And the scary part about what you just said with West Virginia coming in. Brent Venable said West Virginia's kind of the clone of the last two games, like last two teams they just played. Yeah. They're, they're good teams that can run the ball well. And so if you hear that, okay, maybe third time's a charm. You got to figure it out now. You know, you got to figure it out offensively. Because I think defensively, they've done enough to win each game so far. Mm-hmm. Offensively, you got to figure it out now. I think that's the situation. Yeah. Oklahoma defensively is still in a much better place than they were last year. They did some really nice things in this game. You know, Brent Venable's recruiting at a high level, so I'm not pulling the, I'm not smashing the panic button on the Brent Venables era just yet. Even though these last couple games have been disappointing, obviously, but uh, like I said, when the season is done, Oklahoma's gonna have to reevaluate some things. Now, I don't. What that means is up to them. Staff changes. You know, I'm not gonna call for anything like that, but. Things have got to change, obviously, because some of these issues are the same things we saw last year, and that's just not what you want, obviously. You want to make, you want to improve, and they're losing games lately the same way they lost games last year, which is concerning if you're an Oklahoma fan. That's it for now from Boom Pickens. Last time we were ever here, last Bedlam place was rocking. It was an awesome crowd and energy, as, as always, and that, that's another part that's going to sting a little more for Oklahoma because who knows when they're going to play this game again. And while it may be 91 to 20, and that's hilariously lopsided, the last time they played, OSU's always going to have that. And so the, the I think the Pokes aren't going to be in any rush to play this game again, yeah. <laughs> even more so now because yeah. they, they hold that last one. So uh, this one's going to hurt for Oklahoma fans for a long time. I mean, years, years this is going to sting. And uh, it was there to be had. It was a very winnable game. So that's it. 
Tom Green, myself, James, Colin Kennedy, all have got stuff up on the site for you yeah. and the YouTube channel. You saying it's a winnable game. That's that's what makes it, these two losses worse. Oh, yeah. It's like, And you easily could have lost UCF, too. I mean, yes. I mean, like, OU, OU's had everything they needed to win these games, and that's that's why it's, that's why it's worse. Yep. Like I said, full reaction on the YouTube channel from Brent Venables, Jeff Lebby, Dylan Gabriel. He was not in a good mood. More players uh, coming out of this one and more to come over the next couple of days. Be sure to tune in Monday. As soon as the Little Podcast, we'll flesh this thing out in full. We'll get Tom Green in here, obviously, as well, and try to figure out what the heck happened and where Oklahoma goes from here. Obviously, nothing you can do but pick up the piece and try to win the rest of your games and let the chips fall where they may from there. So we'll see how they bounce back. West Virginia back in Norman next week. That's it for now. For the final time for Boone Pickens, they ripped down the goalpost. Can you see that? I think you can see that. It's just a stub. It's yeah. ripped off at the halfway. They just snapped it off. Uh, I got out of here because it was a scene. I've been on the wrong end of way too many field storms the last last few years doing this job. And, uh, yeah, Oklahoma State gets the last laugh in Bedlam for now. Sooners fall. Second straight loss, 27-24. West Virginia back at home next week. Be sure to subscribe, Oklahoma247sports.com, for the back end of the season, portal season. All that stuff will be coming up for you. Know it. Obviously, hoop season is around the corner as well. Tip off on Monday. Lots of stuff to be there for you, so join in. Be along for the ride with Tom, Colin, James, and myself. That's it for now from Boom Pickens. We'll see you next week back in Norman, Sooners, and West Virginia.